0: This is Not Another Church Podcast with your host, Pastor Tom. All right, well, let's go ahead and get started um, in today's episode of Not Another Church Podcast. And uh, we, as you guys know, we are, are continuing our conversation about marriage uh, we've been talking for the last few weeks uh, about expectations in marriage, and um, so we, we have some folks with us. Let me just introduce, kind of go around the room, let everybody introduce herself. First, we have uh, my co-host, Ann. Hey,
1: I'm Ann. <laughs> Tom's wife.
0: This is my, my bride of 29 in March years. Yes. We've been married for 29 years. Uh, so go ahead and introduce yourself, y'all self.
1: Yeah, you're
2: very southern. Yeah, the Alabama's coming out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Ashlyn Cagle.
0: And I'm Justin Cagle. So, how long
3: have you guys been married? Uh, going on, what, three years? In March. Has it yeah. been that long?
2: I know, it's
1: mm-hmm. crazy. Wow. Yeah. We, wow. we did their premarital counseling, and it, seems it doesn't like just yesterday. Like
2: it doesn't uh-uh. blinked,
0: and here we are. Yeah. Wow, three years. So, that's actually a really good point to ask, because you guys went through expectations with us, and we mm-hmm. talked a lot about your expectations. And I'm going to say up front, I and I'm going to go out on a limb, and, Ann, you correct me, I'm going to say that you guys were the best equipped as far as expectations of any couple that we have counseled.
1: Oh, I agree. I've even told her mother that. Yeah. I mean, when we met you guys, you were pretty quiet. And then as we got to know you and kind of – learned your story yeah um and you know how you got together and what had happened to you in the past and and all of that I was just like wow (laughs) because you don't always you don't run across a lot of people that know each other as well as you guys did and you really hadn't known each other for you know years and years Mm -hmm. but you knew what you wanted because of past relationships past things that had happened And um, you had asked each other all the right questions. You had really gotten to know each other. And I felt like you were really set up with a good foundation for marriage. So I guess today we're going to be like, "Was that right?" You know? but, well, before
0: we move off that, I, just just so that everybody uh, who's watching knows, normally when we do expectations, which if you saw the, the episode uh, that where we kind of reviewed that, it's really normal in marriage counseling or premarital counseling that when we go uh, talk about. Uh, expectation for holidays, expectation about finances, expectations about sex, for at one point the couple to turn to each other and one of the guys to say, what? That's why we do the right. expectations. Right. You guys didn't do that any and could answer each other's and questions. And you kept
1: saying, we've already
2: talked about this.
1: <laughs> and that's one of the reasons we do it, because people don't talk right. about
2: certain uh, things. Yeah, like we have plenty of friends that I feel like we're in, you know, in those shoes and we would talk to him and be like, well, you know, like, well, that's, that's what I feel like really built up our relationship, though, was going through that. And we had already talked about it, but it was kind of like, okay, this is really what we need to be doing. Yeah. So.
1: Yeah. And I think even a lot of people that are already married— either haven't talked about that stuff and then things surprise them right. mm-hmm. or they get in the relationship and they have different ideas of how things should be going yeah. and it causes a lot of conflict. Yeah.
0: Oh, we've done expectations with couples who've been married for 15 years and have them go, you think what? <laughs> and, and and we're sitting there going, wow, you guys really should know this. Yeah. You, you've lived in the same house for 15 years. Yeah. Uh, so, um, you guys were the perfect premarital couple, (laughs) so everything's been perfect in your marriage.
2: Oh yeah, right? I mean, we (laughs) haven't. Oh wait, wait.
0: I I would say definitely
3: as close to perfection as you can get, but you know, I guess over time expectations can change change. Yes, Yes. and you kind of really have to be fluid with it, um,
2: and that's kind of where we're at since Addie. I mean, yeah. she's eight months old, so a lot has changed, obviously. So I do
3: more housework than I ever thought I would <laughs> in my there entire life. Do you have an apron?
0: I do not.
2: I do need an
3: apron.
0: Like a camouflage apron would be really
3: be be cool. That embroidery gift. There, there you go. go. <laughs> <laughs>
0: and and Anne got me an apron for grilling that says Kiss, mm-hmm. kiss the Cook. Oh, and, and it's got a little Hershey's <laughs> kiss on it. <laughs> um, so, how do you think that? What you thought about marriage three years ago has lined up with what reality 's been
3: I think it 's kind of the same. Yeah. I expected you know just being together all the time might you know cause some arguments or little spats or anything like that, but I guess as long as you keep a cool head and you yeah. actually discuss what you need to it's
2: and that 's on that 's his big thing he that 's where you know, we were so big on communicating, and that's obviously, you know, a great thing. But he was always like, if we get in any kind of argument, th- we're going to handle it. Like, you know, right, we're kind of like right then and there, people. Right. We right. want to get it done. It's over and done with. Get her done. Yeah. So At least
3: some sort of resolution. Right. Like, it may be, you know, discuss it in the morning. But right. at least we have some sort of game plan to figure out what we need to be doing.
1: Right. Yeah. And that's actually... That's great. Like, people need to hear that that are listening is that, you know, sometimes you can't, you know, it's something important or something that you just really disagree Mm -hmm. about. I mean, I will Mm -hmm. say it's not always easy. Yeah. But But you guys have learned that if it's a big deal and you need to go to bed and now you're just grumpy, you Mm -hmm. know, or whatever, that you can say, okay, we need to sleep. And then we're right. gonna we're gonna revisit this when we've calmed down and we're rested, and you've yeah. learned that, and that's something that a lot of people don't do. People sweep things under the rug yeah. and they harbor that stuff, and they never get back to it, right. um, or you know they just keep fighting until the wounds get deep. Mm-hmm. So that's that's a good thing that y'all have learned.
0: So, walk us through one of. I'll let you pick. I'm not going to say, like, the biggest argument that you've had, but walk us through a conflict that you've had.
3: <laughs> Most of the time, they're just so small. you don't. Yeah, really, like,
2: we don't even. Uh, um, I, be, I guess when you were working with the Osmos and you were gone all the time, like, he was tra- kind of traveling and working, and mm-hmm. so I was at home. This was, of course, before he had Addie, and I'm a chicken, so <laughs> I didn't yeah. like to be at home by myself.
3: And I hated that she was. Yeah. Not at the house we were paying the money for.
2: Did you go to your parents' oh, house? Oh, absolutely. I, like, pat the dogs up <laughs> and stayed <just laughs> at mom's forever. Um, and uh, you didn't like that? Uh-uh. No. Yeah. Not, not, I mean, So it would just cause, like, little, you know, little arguments here and there. Nothing, like, super major. But then we finally realized, okay, this isn't for us. You know, you, we've got to find something else. So.
0: so the solution that you came to together was you needed to find a different job. Yeah. Pretty much.
3: And I really... Like, don't get me wrong, I loved the job.
2: And that's what I hated because I knew he loved what he was doing, but I was like, oh. But
3: I hated not being there and thinking that if we do eventually have a child, like, I'm not going to be in that child's life. And that's my biggest fear is not being in my own child's life. Yeah.
1: yeah. Well, that was probably a good solution, actually. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah and that that's what a lot of folks do, um, especially when they're young or newly married, is they retreat to mom and dad. Sometimes <laughs> it's when they have a fight. Sometimes mm-hmm. it's when, yeah. you know, one of them is out of town or whatever. Not the healthiest pattern. Right. It really isn't because you guys are the team. Right. You know, and it can make it almost seem like you're you're dating again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um,
0: And for some, and we talked about this in premarital counseling, for some couples, you know, there's the biblical principle of leaving and cleaving, and especially in the early years of a marriage, that's a really hard thing. Explain
1: what that means for somebody that may be listening and not know.
0: Well, Jesus defined marriage this way. He said, for a man shall uh, leave his father and mother and cleave to his wife, and the two shall become one flesh. That's what marriage is. And so... For the first step of that, a man shall leave his father and mother, and obviously the 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 wife shall leave her father and mother. And so there's the leaving part, and then cleaving to each other. And so in in modern terms, what that's essentially saying is, is that you two are now the team. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That it, there is no I and I. There's now we, and that. While we still honor our father and mother, we still respect our parents. We still want their input, and we want their wisdom and experience.
1: And you still spend time with them and hang out with them, and they're a big part of your life.
0: But we're the team. Yeah, they're not
1: in the middle of your decisions and your, you know, you've got your business and they've got their business. And that stuff kind of stays separate.
0: So. That that leaving and cleaving in the early part of marriages can be really hard, especially if one of those folks run to um, their mom and dad and and talk about the issues. Uh, and let, let me just give you an example that we we've helped someone work through. It was a, the the wife would go to her mom every time that they had an argument. So right. husband and wife have an argument. Wife goes to mom. Um, he yelled at me. He he said this. He said that. Wife and husband would make up. Mom doesn't get any two. closure. Yeah. And so over just a few, short period of time, mom hates this guy. Yeah. Because he's always mean to my my baby. They're always fighting it. It's his fault because she's only getting one perspective. And so now they're growing in their relationship, and mom is now actively undermining the relationship mm-hmm. because she's looking at him like he's the bad guy. And so the problem was self-created because they weren't dealing with it with each other they were bringing mom into it right. and mom wasn't there when they made up
1: mm. people do that with friends yeah, yeah. people Brothers do that with friends they do it. oh yeah
2: um
1: so you got to be careful you know you've got to be careful to protect protect your relationship um it's interesting the whole the we're a team thing i've seen that in a you know play out badly in a lot of ways like when people say this is my money this is my money not that you shouldn't have money that you can spend and do whatever you want with that's not what i'm saying but people do that with money where it's kind of a selfish struggle Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um i see people um do it in a lot of ways where they kind of keep a part of their life to themselves and that kind of stuff. And so...
0: Well, even just as simple as, as what we're talking about with conflict, if you come into the argument with the attitude that I've got to get my way and win, it's forgetting that we're the team. Yeah. That if I win the argument, I, I'm really losing mm-hmm. and then I'm chipping mm-hmm. away at her ability to trust me that we're the team. And so... If we forget that and we approach conflict and disagreement from a position of I got to get my way, then you're losing from the beginning. Uh, Really,
3: with I guess with conflict, I've never most of the time it's, you know, deal with it. But I don't think I've ever been so angry that we're just yelling and screaming and, you know, just taking stabs at each other. If if I ever felt that angry, it's. I'm on the walk outside. <laughs> yeah. Let me, yeah. That's me a good go off.
2: And, like, the whole parent thing. Like, we're pretty much to ourselves. We handle whatever, and yeah, it's between us, and you I've, know. And I've
3: definitely, foot. I've always been a really private, reserved yeah. type person. So, it's anything that's between us stays between us, and it's mm-hmm. always going to be that way. Yeah.
1: yeah, I think those are pretty healthy patterns. Mm-hmm. And, um... <clears throat> That's good for people out there listening to to know that's the good way to do it. You know.
0: So, what are the things as you guys look back across the last three years that are different than you expected them to be? I, I think I shared with with uh, uh, the s- amount
3: of Amazon boxes that oh. stood here at the door.
1: <laughs> yeah,
2: that, that was. Can we blame unexpected. Addie on that part?
3: No, we can't. We can't blame her
1: because she she can't that. log in.
3: Yeah, she didn't know the password. She
1: does not have a credit card. <laughs> Sorry.
2: <laughs> oh my oh. goodness.
0: So, okay, that's that's a legit. <laughs> that's a legit thing. I think Ann was shocked. I, we we've joked about me using her toothbrush. Yeah.
1: Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. I've uh-huh.
0: never done that. You've uh-huh. never used her toothbrush? Uh-huh. 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 I still don't understand why that's that's terrible.
1: Uh-huh. Yeah, it is. I mean, I don't it think is. it's a bad
3: <laughs> idea if you can't find your own toothbrush, but
1: that's usually when that would go down. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. mm. It was okay I bought like a multi-pack of toothbrushes And there it said here you
2: go
0: So number of packages that come in Has been a little <laughs> little shocking mm-hmm. So how about you Is there anything that you weren't expecting
2: I mean not really Just because
0: Probably the fact that I like to
3: I'm kind of a I wouldn't say handyman But I like to build things Yeah sure. so there's and... always
2: a mess in the garage And like I can't pull in Uh (laughs) Well, she
3: kind of, in my opinion, she started it. Like I didn't, I hadn't really picked up a hammer and nails in a long time. And she said, I want a desk. So I had to build a desk. So I built her a desk and then she posted it. So that turned into building somebody else a desk.
2: It's just turned into yeah. So that was kind of my fault. Are you
0: making money? Well, I did on that one.
3: Yeah, yeah. But then
2: it's just been little. Well, let me add to some conflict.
0: We need a table that four people can sit at. (laughs) We've we've talked about. We've tried to find some online. We've looked at uh, Amazon (laughs) Marketplace, and so let's
2: uh, let's get
3: on that. I'm sure
0: I can figure something
2: out. (laughs) Yeah.
3: (laughs) What with price of lumber you might actually be a little cheaper buying something and then i don't
2: get to park in the garage
0: Uh, yeah well that's that's
3: (laughs) true. we don't we don't want to
0: cause conflict
2: that's true (laughs) it'll be okay
0: so and you guys have really bring up a good point that a lot of times when there is conflict in the relationship when there are misplaced expectations those really come from a lack of communication Mm -hmm. and not talking about things and not being honest with somebody and not recognizing that that marriage isn't like a really long date, that right. you have right. to be yourself, and you have to be, be able to say to each other, "Hey, I'm going to uh, I'm going to need some time alone, so yeah. I need you to go somewhere where I'm not," yeah. kind of thing, <laughs> and that not being offended offensive to somebody, and not not that not bringing things up. Um, that hurt people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like
2: we know if one of us says, hey, we're going to the bedroom to watch whatever, that means like, That's okay, not an invitation no, to come like- <laughs> no, with. No,
0: that's not. It's a, you no, find like, your own TV show absolutely. to watch in the living room. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. And those sort of things you, you learn over time and, and uh, but c- we've talked about it, we, we've we talked about it to the point that I, I Ann and I have joked that we almost need t-shirts printed up that just say, communicate, communicate, absolutely, communicate. yeah. Because we can't um ann and i have been married for 30 years it's really common for me to look at her and go hey you know the guy from the thing (laughs) and she knows what i'm talking about Oh yeah um but i still can't read her mind right and she still has to say to me if you don't take the trash out i'm i'm going to kill you because (laughs) i'm I'm really tired of this and so um we have to to communicate and 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 keep those sort of things moving forward. So we haven't had any conflict with um, with, with holidays, any of the... Not between no. ourselves. It's <laughs> usually with the in-laws. See, that comes back to
3: leave and yeah. clean. Yeah. But yeah. I think...
2: We just kind of... I mean, we had it set just, you know, we did our premarital counseling.
3: And it changed when we had Of Addie. course, it would change. Sure.
2: We wanted to be at home for Christmas, you mm-hmm. know, that kind of thing. We were just alternating Christmas mm-hmm. and Thanksgiving. You know, we would be there, here, you know, vice versa. But now we're like, okay, we're going to be at home for Christmas. That way Addie is at home Christmas morning, all that kind of stuff. So we just had to change some things this year.
3: And I think this past year we uh, we went to Huntsville a couple of days early and spent time up yeah. there sure. with everybody before we came back the day after Thanksgiving. Yeah.
0: See, and so that's a creative way to work through that. So how did how did COVID affect things with you guys being st- you guys both had COVID at the same time. Mm-hmm. Yes. So y'all were stuck in the house together and quarantining yeah. for 2 weeks. How did that go?
3: Uh for me, I'm one of those I have to be up yeah. doing something. Sure. Um so me not being able to do anything was horrible. Actually <laughs> that horrible. led to
2: him uh, I'm like, oh, my God, I can't do anything. You know, I'm like, okay, I get it. You know, so it was just back and forth. But neither one of us really felt great. But the once we kind of felt better, he was out in the garage. <laughs> that was our, you so know, So did y'all kind of time. take
0: care of each other? Did, mm-hmm.
2: hey, yeah. Hey, get
0: yeah. me a Gatorade.
2: Oh, yeah. We and we by the time
3: of- you get up and get a Gatorade and, <laughs> you know, maybe a sandwich or something and you sit back down, you're exhausted yeah. and you fall asleep. Oh, well, there you go.
2: Yeah. So you and just then, slept it away? Oh, yeah, we tried. And then with Addie, you know, we just kind of switched up. I think up. it was
3: the complete opposite effect on her. Yeah, she, she was, was 90, 90 to nothing. Wow. Did she My,
2: have it? I, well, the doc, you know, the doctor just said to keep, I never took her and got her tested or anything. They just assumed she, that she
3: probably did, yeah. but she didn't really show she, any kind of symptoms
1: mm-hmm. at all. But,
0: well, that's good.
3: Yeah that, yeah, that is
1: good. That's really good. Yeah, that can be scary. Mm hmm.
0: Well, let's go ahead and take a commercial break and uh, pay the bills, and then we'll come back to Not Another Church Podcast. All right, let's go ahead and get started. Uh, Welcome back to Not Another Church Podcast. We've been talking about expectations. We've been talking about conflict. And that kind of leads us to uh, one of the things that often causes conflict that that people often we forget. I mean, I've literally taught this for the last 15 years and and regularly forget that this is the case, that oftentimes conflict actually comes from not from a person being right or wrong or correct or incorrect. It comes more from the fact that women and men tend to look at life from completely different perspectives. Mm-hmm. One of the ways that we, we can see that is... Uh, I think I shared with you guys, I had gone to a, uh, a marriage enrichment class uh, thing that, where the guy said, okay, so today we're going to talk about women are spaghetti and men are pizza. And when he first said that, I thought to myself, this is the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my <laughs> life. Uh, and it turned out to be really helpful. And this is what people mean by saying that, is with ladies, everything is all interconnected. Mm-hmm the The day that she had the 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 things that are pressing on her mind all of those affect everything whereas men have a ten, we have a tendency to compartmentalize things mm-hmm. um, if we 're not careful that can create hypocrisy there are people because mm-hmm. we naturally compartmentalize here 's work me here 's home me here's church me and so the church me and the work me over a lifetime become really far away from each other all right. and uh, we if we're not careful we'll say that that Jesus in my faith is a box just like i have a box for work i have a box for for home life i have a box for hunting i have a box for football i've got a jesus box and what jesus doesn't want to be a box he wants to own all the boxes right and so it's easy for for men to 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 do that um but where where you most see that played out is in our romantic life because um, if I come home and uh, I've had a horrible day, the car's broken down, and um, I- I'm just in a bad mood, but Anne were to say, "Hey, let's let's throw some Barry White on, let's let's light some candles," I'm in. I mean, mm-hmm. bam, <laughs> uh, yay. <laughs> Whereas if if I came home from work when she was staying home with the kids when the kids were little and. We always joked that uh, if the spanking spoon was in her back pocket, it had been a bad day. If there was a broken spanking spoon on the countertop, it had been a real bad day. So she's had a bad day. There's spaghetti thrown on the wall. There's yogurt smeared into the couch. And I were to say, hey, after we well, get the kids to bed, we think, think about, you know, you've lost your ever-loving mm. mind. But it, it's not just in that area. It's really in all areas where um, Ann can't go from having, and we had this happen not too long ago, where Ann and one of the kids were having conflict, and she came into the room and wa- was acting upset. And like all men, I'm going, what I do? What, what, why are you mad <laughs> at me? And it had nothing to do with me. It was just that.
1: I mean, that can be controlled, though. I mean, I think the reason we bring this up so much, and I know y'all have heard it a million times, is that um, if you're aware of it, you can do something about it. You know, or you can see the other person's side and you can realize what's going on. If you don't understand what makes the other person tick, Mm -hmm. you're just... It, it, life is a mystery, you know, and you're just confused all the time. And so it's helpful to understand, um, what the other person is going through, but you can control it some, because sometimes, you know, that something like that'll happen. Like I'm in a, you know, I've had a bad day at work or whatever, and I come home and then I snap at Tom or whatever. And he's like, what? I didn't do anything, you know? And then if he basically gently says, Did something happen at work? Then I can sort of correct myself and go, okay, okay, I'm going to go chill for a second. I'm Mm going to go regroup because it's not fair to my family. So you can't use it as an excuse, um, but it's good to be self-aware so that you can say, okay, I got all the things touching. Everything is being affected by my mood, Mm -hmm. and so I need to think about that. I need to change my attitude and come, you know, know, go... Mm -hmm walk on the treadmill for 20 minutes and get some frustrations out and then come back and say okay you you aren't responsible for what happened in this situation um and so it helps just that
0: your boss at work's being a jerk
1: (laughs) that's right Tom's my boss okay so go ahead (laughs) And in
0: that, it, you know, in recognizing that everybody's coming from a different perspective, we, we talk about what motivates us and what drives us. And if we don't realize that that those motivators, those drivers, are different from person to person, mm-hmm. it can cause it can cause us to inadvertently be jerks. Um, it can cause us to not meet the other person's emotional needs, physical needs, et cetera, et cetera, because. Um, and a good, you know, a stereotypical example of that is uh, that women, in their 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 desire for intimacy, um, want to just sit down and and talk. Let's talk about that.
1: Yeah, because mm-hmm. a woman wants to have meaningful a mm-hmm. meaningful relationship. I mean, wouldn't you agree with that? Yeah, absolutely. And a lot
0: of times, the word "let's talk about this" makes us a little nauseous. Yeah,
3: <laughs> it always has. But but because- I don't know why. <laughs> Well, I mean, mean I mean, you think not, you're in
1: trouble? Yeah. I mean, yeah. no, uh,
0: usually, yeah, well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, if your boss calls you and says we need to talk about some things, you yeah. think that's not uh, a yeah. good? You
3: think you're gonna get a write up, or you gonna get in a lot of trouble? You gonna get yelled
1: <laughs> at?
0: Or, 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 if your girlfriend says we need to talk. That's a breakup. Yeah. You're, <laughs> automatically. <laughs> that, guaranteed. That's yeah. true.
1: That's true. And That's so true. so the
0: idea of talking, those yes, of you are listening don't know I'm air like quoting. like to
1: connect. Right. Like emotionally connect. Women like to be heard and have a good conversation that's mm-hmm. back and forth they want to know what you think and you feel and they want to tell you what they think and they feel and and you respond <laughs> yes so yeah. i
0: can't i can't just stare at the tv while you're Absolutely talking not. that's why <laughs> the
1: whole thing with the phone where you're just doing that <laughs> yeah. you know you know reading your phone while somebody's talking to you a woman hates that oh yeah hates that because it gives you that feeling of you're not important to me. I'm not paying attention to you, and um, you're not listening. But you know, for the ADD pe- people, <laughs> that's tough because yeah. mm-hmm. they kind of oh, yeah. have to do something with their hands.
2: Right.
3: That's me. I'm always oh
2: yeah
3: doing fidgeting, doing something. Yes. Right. But uh, sometimes it's she'll be talking about something that happened to work, so, and I'm one of my number one questions is, hey. How am I supposed to feel about this? Oh yes, absolutely, <laughs>
1: smart man. You're like, telling him how he's supposed to feel. Like,
3: exactly. do I need to be just as mad as you are right now? Yes.
0: So
1: <laughs> I love
3: that.
0: Yes, yes, yeah, you are absolutely. Well, and a lot of times because men are, most men are naturally mechanics. If we, yeah. if you tell us a problem,
2: yeah, he wants to fix. it. We
0: want to fix it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and you know, the the term mansplaining comes to mind where we go, well, what you need to do, honey, is, <laughs> and that's not what she wants to hear. She, she doesn't need you to to whiteboard out, okay, mm-hmm. this is how you're going to fix this.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, but you guys are only three years in, and you've already learned the very important point that if she's talking to you, you are going to do one of two things. You're going you're gonna to get upset because she's upset, and you're going to go handle <laughs> it, or you're going to fix it, or you're going to offer a solution. Sometimes women want that. Mm -hmm. not most of the time, maybe 10% of the time in life, you know. And or you're just supposed to sit there and listen because she just needs to vent or she needs to share her heart with you. And you're very smart to be like, which is it? Yes. Well, and and (laughs) Anne actually, actually,
0: (laughs) Anne will often preface the conversation by saying, I don't need you to fix this. Yeah. I need you to just, I just need to talk to you about yes. this. Don't, don't, mm-mm, mm-mm, no. And, and so I know, okay. Now I will say that, and this is just, I'm speaking for men, that when we hear the words, I don't need you to fix this, but it's really, you have to work to stay engaged. <laughs> because if I'm not fixing it, why am I, why am I here? Because you got a constant plan on how to fix <laughs> it going in your head. Right, and you're, you're saying to yourself over and over, shut up.
1: And mm-hmm. I think what women don't do well, and we need to probably do better, is we need to recognize that your spouse's desire to help you and to fix your problems is his way of saying, I love you. Yeah, You know, there's a lot of ways to say I love you without saying I love you. Right, You know, mama say, be careful. That's I love you when mama speak, you know <laughs> yes. what I mean? When your teenager yeah. goes out the door and you're terrified that they're going to wreck or speed right. or whatever, you know. And so that's one of those things that men do because they, they've got your back. They've, they're on your side. They,
0: um, and I really want to go punch that guy. They Can want I things down? to be okay,
1: you know. And I, that's, that's sweet. Right. Oh, yeah. yeah. You know, it's wonderful. But a lot of times we bash them for it. And that's not fair. I mean, we're like, stop trying to fix it, you know? Mm -hmm. I just want you to listen. But if you stop to think, that really is sweet, Yeah. you know? Now, there are times, there's that 10% where I do want you to fix it. And that happened recently, and I don't remember what happened, but I remember starting the conversation with, I'm not just talking. I need you to fix this. (laughs) And um, I think it was something going on with one of our kids, and I needed him to go talk to a boyfriend or whatever and be like i don't think so you know what I mean? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Uh, get ready <laughs> <laughs> hey, the,
0: the cute little addy's gonna grow up and you're gonna have to sit down and have conversations with with the boys i'm kind of excited about it
1: oh my god <laughs> oh i had she won't be no. I know, Oh, I know. And I'm, that's I'm what i'm most excited her. about
0: as as <laughs> i have those conversations it's really fun we the house that we live in um You can pretty much identify where anybody is in the house with the creaking of the floors, Mm -hmm. and I'll hear everybody in the other room, and I can picture them all up against the wall.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Listening. Listening. Oh, my goodness. So,
0: um, and we have to recognize that in all of this, that men want to feel like they're successful, that they're involved, and women want to feel valued like we care whichever the response is we've got to maintain the fact that they're not looking at life the same way that i am mm-hmm. and you know what that's we we've separated this out as men and women but the reality is is every human being mm-hmm. looks at life from a different perspective and part of the fun of being married is learning to, that this person is looking at life differently than me and trying to appreciate the way that they're doing it and living life to make them happy and, and feeling the way that they need to feel so that we're both going through life being successful. And so, and it honestly, her perspective, although it's different than mine is going to help me be Mm -hmm. a better human being because hers is so different. In fact, we've joked, uh, when we first got married, Anne was painfully shy. Um, and Now she's much more outgoing than she ever was. Um, I was really um, so outgoing that it was to a level of social ineptness, and she's toned me back. And so we've made each other better over the 30 years at at just lay a living, just being Mm -hmm. good. Yeah, because you just
2: learn from each other, and that's what I'm one to, like, jump the gun. and like, okay, let's do this. And he's like, no, we need to, like, Think about it. And I'm like, yeah, he's yeah. pretty steady. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I'm like, so he's a okay.
3: planner. You're not yeah. impulsive. Mm-hmm. Are you? I like to be. Just, I mean,
1: a little, little bit. Just a little. Like just I need
3: this, 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 and this. Yeah. And then we can go do whatever it is. Like mm-hmm. I need, I need a plan.
1: Yeah.
0: Right. Yeah. And see, she's my planner. I'm the one that's like, hey, let's let's go to New Orleans this weekend.
2: Yeah. K- kind of thing. Yeah. And he's like, wait a minute, hang on. <laughs> and I'm yeah. Like, okay, you're probably right. See, I've,
3: <laughs> I've been that guy. Like just. Jump the gun, let's go, let's go do whatever. But, you know, it also gets you in a lot of trouble sometimes. So, yeah,
0: when, not, when she says, Hey, that's big, and we don't have any money in the bank, and that's going to require money. Oh, yeah.
1: But sometimes it is fun to be impulsive or to do the fun thing. Yeah. I mean, Tom's big on adventure. And so sometimes it is fun to have an adventure. Right. You know, yeah. you just have to, you kind of have to
0: have a plan. Yeah, <laughs> have a plan, and it can be, it can be frustrating when I mean we we did this this weekend we loaded up and went to Aniston just because we we just were going to find a, a fancy neighborhood. We walk neighborhood. a
1: lot, like on the weekends, and we're yeah. always trying to find new places to walk because we get bored with the same scenery. Oh, yeah. So we've done Turntine, you know, we've I done know. Silver Lakes, we've done all the different places with sidewalks or whatever. So we found the historic district in Anniston, and we mm-hmm. were like, okay, let's go there.
0: So we, we kind of had a place on the map, but as we're driving to this place, we passed a place that had some really cool um, Victorian-style houses, and I, I said, hey, you all want to just stop here? And everybody in the car said yes. Sure. So we stopped, and we walked maybe a block, and she says, this isn't where we planned on being. What are you doing? (laughs) Why are we here? And I'm like, I said, do you want to? And anyway, so I
1: I thought it was the other place. Yeah.
0: So that that's a good example of. I, it would have been easy for me to get upset because I'm like I ask you, which I did, mm-hmm. and you said yes. And she's her thinking in her mind: this is not the plan we had. We said we were going here, we were going to do this, we were going to walk this far, we're going to take a bathroom break and go to Taco Bell, and then we we're going to do this, 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 and this. You you're violating the plan, <laughs> and so both of us could have gotten angry with each other, or we could have been mature enough to suck it up and say.
1: So what we did was we walked around that area a little bit till we saw the cool houses. <laughs> And there was one in particular house that you know, he, wanted to, he and Emily wanted to see. And then, so, he, so I was flexible with that. And then he was flexible. And then he said, okay, let's load up and let's go to the place that we intended. So I think part of marriage is being flexible right. with each mm-hmm. other yeah. and not saying, I got to have my way. Yeah,
2: it's got to be this, this, and this. You just gotta, uh-huh.
1: Flexibility can be uh, hard. You know, changing the plan can be hard.
0: Because uh, yeah. deep down at heart, we're really all three-year-olds. We want our way. Right. right. I want my way.
2: And nobody likes change.
0: No, nobody <laughs> likes change. So I'm, I'm looking at our notes here. Um,
1: One thing I was going to say is, isn't it cool how um, if you notice other couples, you'll notice this, that God puts people together that have a lot in common in the big areas, Right. you know, like um, – the things that really matter, usually Jesus. you have things in common, mm-hmm. uh, big things. But then a lot of times your your spouse is the opposite of you mm-hmm. in some of the other ways. Like you guys are like this, we're like this. Every Look around. All people are like this. A lot of couples are this way. One's an introvert. One's an extrovert to some degree, you know. Yeah. Um, one's good with money. One's bad with money. We call them savers and spenders. You know, one is a planner that'd be you <laughs> uh one is is not as much maybe um so there's all these different ways one that likes you, to save
0: one likes amazon packages <laughs> to be at the deal. Yeah. <laughs>
1: that's right but you know it's like it's kind it can cause conflict but it can also be really cool because you complement each right. other and you sort of make this whole package of what you need mm-hmm. in a family um it just unit. brings
2: everything together
1: it does yeah. and so you know the bible talks about you becoming one and if you were exactly the same on everything then that would conflict yeah you know yeah. and so it's really cool how god does that and brings people together it is. um
0: and and it's it's fun to watch um, other couples as they you you see those those mm-hmm. complementary aspects mm-hmm. of each other where one's a spender and one's a saver Rat. and, and Um, I've often heard that oftentimes the things that attract us to the person, if we're not careful, the enemy can turn those to where those things are the things that annoy us. Mm -hmm. And so we let the very fact that God brought you together to complement each other for, you know, the saver protects the spender from bankruptcy and the spender protects the saver from not enjoying life and being Scrooge McDuck, who just has a bunch of money. And so that we're, we're both making each other better. Um, but it's, it is fun to watch. Not, it's not fun to watch the conflict, but it's fun to watch kind of the tensions as they go. Mm-hmm. Um, and so...
1: Yeah, you got to be careful not to let those things ruin your marriage, though. Right. I rat. mean, some people do. Oh, some yeah. people mm-hmm. only focus on the differences instead of realizing that You're pulling, like he was talking before, he's making me more outgoing. I'm pulling him in to be more reserved. And, you know, it's iron sharpening iron. Yeah, there you go. And and you
0: guys will learn um, with Addie and and any other kids that come down the pike, I'm not being a prophet here, but um, that even I used to think that it was – that I'm one way and she's the other way, but as the child enters different phases of life, there are times with where I'm the firm one with this particular child, and it just kind of comes naturally, and then she's the one that's like, all right, so you know. You. And then there are other times when it's vice versa, and God needs both of you to be doing your job for Addie to grow up to be a healthy, well-adjusted, Christ-loving child mm-hmm. or, or human being is because there are times when Eddie's going to need you to be the hammer and say, that boy ain't coming in this house again, nah. or I'm going to own his head in a box <laughs> under the bed. I do know how to dispose of a body. She
1: also needs a nurturer. Yes. Mm-hmm. She, she, Which she, would be Ashlyn. She <laughs> needs somebody that, that,
0: that will sit with her and cry because the the boy has, has, oh, yeah. has dumped her. And so we... Those those complementary areas that work out in our marriage also work out in our parenting. And so, don't as you as Addie grows, don't stifle the other person's ability because e- that child is going to need structure. And one of you, and, and, and you know, it seems to be different with boys and girls. Like we we have a tendency with boys to be the hard one, and right. then with the girls to be the ones that are that's the Hey, baby, come here. You daddy's little girl and then vice versa where ann has a tendency to be stricter with the girls where i'm i'm more and, but they they a child needs structure mm-hmm. and they need nurturing a child need with with william uh because we've had four girls um william would come along and you know be diving off the top of the couch or uh we would be around some of the his boy Uh, friends when he was little and they'd be punching each other and wrestling and she's flipping out she's like "Oh yeah i
1: remember distinctly one time um calling you at work and going these kids are in the backyard beating each other up what am i gonna do (laughs) and you going okay well describe it to me and he just i described it to him i mean i was freaking out yeah and they were little and uh rolling around in the grass and the whole thing so i start describing it and tom is like they're wrestling, <laughs> they're boys, and I'm like, oh, yeah, 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 okay, oh, okay, you know what, <laughs> oh, yeah. but I was, I had four girls, I was right. used to right. baby dolls and patting each other on the head, and then,
0: I am 50 <laughs> years old, and right now, right now, if you wanted to get some baby guns and run around and shoot each other, I mean, oh, yeah, I am so in, <laughs> oh,
2: yeah, yeah, he wanted me to get him a Nerf gun for Christmas, I, I have Nerf wars in the house. oh, yeah, awesome, uh-oh, uh-uh.
0: Yes, I, I, you didn't like it when I got William Nerf guns and we were chasing each other around the house, shooting each other in the head. It
1: drove me crazy. Yeah. I wouldn't have done well with five boys. Yeah, yes. And um, those, but, those
0: Nerf bullets, when they get in the vacuum cleaner, will tear it up. Yeah, Ugh. they will. <laughs> yes, be careful. Um, so, but all that
1: to say, I I needed him to be like, can you relax? Like, right. these are boys, they're acting like boys, and that's a good thing, you know? Boys
0: need to draw blood. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, so I I relaxed, and I was like, okay. Sure.
0: And I was also <laughs> the one that protected him when his sisters wanted to paint his fingernails.
1: Yes. <laughs> that happened. Had I not
0: been there, she would have. It worked. happened
1: one time. He was very tiny, like under a year old or maybe about a year. And I was painting Emily and Molly's um, toenails. And he's a little kid. He's a baby. He yeah. wanted to do what they were doing. Right. And so he wanted me to paint his toenails, and I did. And then Tom came home from work. Uh-oh. And he was like, don't ever do that again. Yeah. And I was like, why? There's What's the problem? He didn't want to be left out. And he's like, well, find something else for him to do. <laughs> you know, whatever. And and I kind of see the wisdom in that now. Right. You know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay. Because right now, There's he doesn't like that story. He's 19, 19 and, he and now it. he's like, Oh, oh yeah. He's like, uh-uh. No. 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 <laughs>
0: yes. So... All that to say that 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 complementarianism that goes on in your life will carry over into parenting, and let your spouse take the role that God's given them. And sometimes in the couplehood, you, you let things happen, but then in the parenting, you may be the the, the child that's more uh, the parent that's more the nurturer. And when Dad becomes the hammer, you're like, oh, don't you. Spank that baby, or oh, yeah,
2: like Addie's only eight months old, and I see that now. Like, we kind of switch up. I can tell if you think I,
0: an eight month old will look at you square in the face and lie. <laughs> <laughs> well,
1: she probably can't talk. It doesn't yeah, matter. That's
0: I mean, totally. oh, this uh, she
2: gets that look.
0: All you got to do. I, I've I've seen this TikTok where the mom. Has the baby and she walks by a door and she sl- slaps the door and makes the loud boom mm-hmm. and then goes, "Oh, baby, are you okay?" And the baby instantly starts crying, <laughs> <laughs> leaning up against mom. Oh, it's, and, that's funny. But it's all fa- that's a lie. That is a <laughs> straight up lie. You are not hurt, child. <laughs> and I will say, all of my kids by eight or nine months had learned no, mine. I mean, Some of
1: the first words they learn. Yes. <laughs> well,
0: and, and when their siblings come along, mine will become a oh, big yeah. naughty word because they will take, they will not touch something in the room, but their brother or sister gets it, and then all of a sudden we're snatching mm. it out of their hand. Mine. <laughs> so let let each other excel in what God has gifted them to do. Anything else you want to add to complimenting each other and expectations? No. Anything you guys y'all? want to add? Any advice you want to give the married couples out there?
2: Um, just, I mean, I know this is what we always say, but communicate. It just what it comes down to. It's definitely the best thing to yep. do. It's hard, but it's worth it.
0: Outstanding. So, hey, I thank you for joining us today for Not Another Church Podcast, and go serve your king. This has been Not Another Church Podcast with your host, Pastor Tom. Thanks for listening, and go serve your king.